So yeah. welcome to my channel. My name is Emmy from Emmy Evolving. If this is the first time you're joining me, thank you for finding me. If this is not your first time, thank you for coming back. Thank you. Thank you. So today I'm going to be doing a reading for Pisces, Sun, Moon, Rising, and Venus, also for your cross watchers, also for those of us who find ourselves on this channel without any Piscean anything. You're probably an empath. You're probably needing messages from your soul. Okay. Yesterday was a testy, testy, testy type of day. I hope none of you uh, took the bait if you were part of those who were being tested. I hope those of you who were not tested continue to not be tested and have an amazing day. Mm -hmm. So let us see. Whew. This reading is about letting things flow to get, uh, oh, letting things flow to you to get what you want. What do you want first and foremost? I ask you guys that often, right? I often ask you during every live stream, every podcast, what is it that you want? What do you want out of this life? What do you want out of yourself? Have you taken the time to get to know yourself enough that you know exactly what it is you want? Because you're not going to know, excuse me, what direction you can travel down if you don't know what you want. You know what I'm saying? It was testy yesterday. It was. Where's my cards? It was very testy. Oh my God. All right. So I might need a new laptop. I think I broke this one. I'm pretty sure I broke my mic as well. <laughs> so you guys have told me that you hear like wind and fans and whatnot when I do energy work, I always forget to shield the condenser. Oh, no, it's a, a carotid mic. So I might need a new mic. If anyone would like to give me a mic. I have tons of mics. I broke them all. I don't drop them. I energy bang them. <laughs> Let me just get the cards ready. Let me quit messing around. Okay, I'm going to get the cards ready before people get pissed off. Yo, I don't understand how you could get pissed off about it. the way that I read. This is how I read. There are, there are thousands upon thousands of people who read differently who would cater to you. I don't. <laughs> Let's get this deck ready. Oh, okay. Just saying. I do need to get a new mic though. My son was showing me this mic. Looks gorgeous. He says that's what podcasters use. I'm like, okay. But will I break it? It's like, I don't know. Well, I don't want to spend that if you can't tell me that I won't break it. Um, all right, let's get started. Let's get started. I know, but see, it's it's clicking. It it I have to do a lot of modifications when I go ahead and, um, you know, download the file because you don't want to have that in your ear if you 
are listening with earbuds. Mm-hmm. Catch my aunties on a day the 49ers are playing. Trauma. Oh, I better get started. I have hella sessions. Okay. Which is hat power. You're being asked to step back into your power. Okay. A lot of stepping into your power is not forcing yourself uh, to play any roles for other people. Shit. This laptop is going to die. Okay. Hold up. Hold the phone. Hopefully that will continue to charge. So power, part of power has to do a lot of what it is that causes you to be you. It's plugged in. I just keep draining the damn battery. I started at like 90 something. It's now at 11%. I've drained from like 97, 98% down to 11% since nine minutes ago. I cannot control my juju today. So part of your power has a lot to do with you not allowing people uh, to trigger you in ways that will emotionally emotionally manipulate you. When you allow people to have that type of um, that type of power over you, you're giving so much of your power away, okay? Like so much of your power away. Don't let people do this to you. Y'all, I'm so sorry. I'm, I gotta switch the cords. Hold up. It's not the cable. It's it's my laptop itself. Why did I do that? Give here. Hold this and give me. Hold that. 
Hurry, hurry. <laughs> Here, just put it in the light one. Yeah. Hold the phone. It barely reaches. Does that even do anything? We're at 11. Anywho. <laughs> Anywho. All right. So let me start this all over. I just gotta pull my energy back. <clears throat> Hello. Welcome to my channel. My name is Emmy from Emmy Evolving. If this is your first time joining me, thank you for finding me. If this is not your first time, thank you for coming back. So I had to start everything all over again just for the sake of recording it for the podcast. Welcome, welcome. I'm doing a reading for Pisces, Sun, Moon, Rising, and Venus. Also for your cross watchers. Also for those of us who find ourselves on this channel without any Pisces anything, you're probably an empath and you're probably needing messages from your soul. Today's reading is going to be about flow, okay? I had said earlier, letting things flow to you to get what you want. A lot of the flow gets blocked with your expectations, your distorted perceptions, all of that. The first card that we drew is power. Part of keeping your power is not allowing things or people, excuse me, to get, a, to get you riled up, okay? If you allow people to emotionally manipulate you into a reactionary state, you are giving your power away. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't give your power away. You, you need to make sure that you maintain yourself and your emotions in such a way that doesn't allow someone outside of you to be able to find all of your buttons and push them all, okay? <clears throat> Prosperity in reverse. This is telling me... <clears throat> That so long as you continue to give your power away, you're not going to prosper with anything that you do. Um, if, you know, say, for example, someone is trying to trigger you and you are choosing to show up and be that, be the person like I, I am the one today. If, if you think I'm not the one, I am the one. If you think I am the one, I'm not the one. No, that logic is just kind of like, it's so predictable. It is so predictable. I'm going to be whoever I decide to be, regardless of what your expectation is. Look, I'm starting to get some head and neck rolling. I am whoever I choose to be in this moment. And if I choose to be something that is pure reaction, that is my choice. If I choose to be something or someone that is response, meaning I'm taking the time to pause consider do i'm starting to drain the battery again you guys do you mind if i just do some some uh energetic discharging because the, the charge is hitting my chest <laughs> i'm starting to get anxiety so my energy will always honor your sovereignty without permission from your highest self none of this will enter your field okay None of this will enter your field. 
let me just play some music for myself. I have to discharge energy. All right, I'm going to play some lovely, lovely music for us. <clears throat> Breathe very deep and very slow. Thank you guys for being so patient. <clears throat> it's a lot of things going on in the etheric fields. A lot of things. What's going on is um, very, very intense. It's causing a lot of pulling in of energies that are not normally hosted or housed in this earth plane. <clears throat> and with that... Uh, you have to make sure that you are very much grounded today. You just, you have to, you have to go out of your way <clears throat> to ensure that you're not um, negatively impacted by a lot of the things that are being tried. 
if you know how to shield, if you know how to work energy in any sort of way, make sure, make sure, go look it up. Where is your amygdala? Where is your hippocampus? Where is your thalamus? You have to shield all of those areas. That's all I can say in a public live stream. I actually said too much. Look up those areas of your brain and envision like a gelatinous type of light energy, just coating it. Uh, make sure you stay safe, okay? <clears throat> so imagination, you're not imagining things with the card imagination in reverse. This is telling me that you are not imagining things. You are being so divinely guided. You are being given so much information that maybe it's difficult for you to process. Maybe it's difficult for you to allow yourself to um, receive whatever it is that your higher self is communicating. Uh, there's, there's nothing weaker, more petty, and just flat out bitchacho-ish than someone who um, projects their dissatisfaction with their life onto other people. That is a weakness, okay? That is evidence of weakness in an individual. Um, being hypercritical of others just because you're miserable in your life. You will come across people like this. I know I have. I know I have. And don't take any of their misery and miserableness in as part of your truth. No. Don't ever, ever, ever allow the flow of your life, your abundance, and your destined greatness to be impeded by these small people. These are the basic dregs of society. And uh, all of these things are like you know, not good things to say about others, but there are people who exist and they are exactly this. Trying to sugarcoat this, trying to, you know, make it something less than what it is, it's not going to help you. When you come across a person who chooses consciously or subconsciously to be this type of individual, let them continue to be that type of individu individual with your absence being the only thing they can access, okay? And they'll try and bait you. They'll try their hardest to bait you into um, discussion, debate, you know. They'll, they'll try so hard. Let them keep trying. Let them waste their energy. That's why they have a, a really crappy path to begin with. They waste their energy on things like that. Don't be a reflection of that, okay? You're not imagining what is being done to you. That's just the bottom line. You are not imagining it, okay? Um, there's going to be an uptick in people's behaviors over the next couple of weeks, where um, they're going to be much more willing to like immediately gaslight your experiences. What is gaslighting? 
It's trying to deny you the reality of what you are experiencing and attempting to inject into you and your beliefs an alternate type of experience. Like, no, I didn't say that to you. No, I wasn't rude to you. Yes, you were. You don't get to tell me how to receive the behaviors and the words that came from you. And that's one of the things, like, these type of people, they will absolutely do this. The issue that I was having with that gym, um, you know, he sent uh, the, the owner, this is the owner, he had sent another um, uh, correspondence. And mind you, we haven't spoken. And he says, without knowing anything from my end, um, I can understand why you could feel that way. Trust me, I can understand it. You know, loosely paraphrasing here. And then he says, but if you just let me have a, a, an opportunity to talk to you on the phone, I can help you to understand why we didn't do anything. So the reality of that, that person does not want to discuss the whole thing on the phone. They want to say, okay, I'll tell you, you know, okay, it's okay. You're going to be okay. Um, but you're wrong. You're a liar and you need to publicly apologize. No, no, there's no point in that. So what do I need to do? Do I need to take it upon myself to further this, further that, yada, yada, yada? No. I'm not wasting any more energy on that. Filing fraudulent claims because that's what it is. In the state of Colorado, I looked it up. Every state is different. In the state of Colorado, an oral agreement is just as good as a written contract. An unsigned contract can serve as further proof of what was verbally agreed upon. I have enough documentation as is required by the state of Colorado to support my claim of fraudulent charges. I don't need to talk to you anymore. I don't care what you own. I don't care any of that. You can continue all of this. I'm not even going to waste my time listing all of these things, like typing it all out so that I could put it on blast. No. No. My time and my energy is for me. And that's all I will agree to. That is all I will agree to. No. These are the people who will try and lure you into unnecessary draining opportunities. Things that they will do and say are irrelevant to your truth. Excuse me, the moment you determine that someone is not interested in actually working towards a resolution, he's not interested in working towards a resolution. He's interested in doing whatever he needs to do in order to secure his public image and whatever. I don't care. I don't care. I read everything I needed to read, which was, I'm sure. I can understand why you feel that way, but if you would just take a moment to talk to me on the phone, I could help you to understand basically how you're wrong. 
you don't even know what's happened. So what does that tell me? There will be no resolution because the only resolution is for me to accept that gaslighting, for me to accept that I'm somehow wrong because they don't want to be wrong. Okay, it's not about right or wrong and who can have a better argument. It's about this is what I experience and I need to talk to my financial institution and that's it. That's it. When you have people like this happening, I mean, situations like this happening, you don't have to go around and talk to everyone and explain how you didn't do what you were. No, the people who believe the things that are being said are people who didn't support you to begin with. The people who will support you will be receptive to what you have to say. In addition to that, in addition to that, they will most likely reach out and be like, hey, you okay? Um, I heard some stuff's happening. Is everything okay? Anything you want to talk about? You know, I'm here if you want to talk. Those are the people you need to cherish, okay? I'm draining my battery again. <clears throat> cycles. These are just cycles. These are cycles that you are going through. These are opportunities for you to learn and grow and rise above all of the muck of everyday life. There is tremendous amounts of muck in the world. You don't have to be swimming in that. You can get out of that pool of yuckiness. You don't have to participate in things that you don't choose to participate in. Boundaries in reverse. This is telling me <clears throat> your boundaries are absolutely being violated. It's being violated. What are you going to do about that? Now, there are people who will violate your boundaries simply as a tactic to force interaction. I've had that happen many times. I've had people, um, well, it's, it's not very common, but I've, over the course of my life, I've had that happen so many times. There will be people who will try and um, disrespect you, offend you, criticize you, and all of this and all of that uh, to try and garner some sort of response. Eh. To those people, I only have one thing to communicate. How does it feel to be irrelevant in my life, my existence, my growth, my success? <laughs> How's that feel? Yeah? Because you're hurting your own feelings. And as long as you continue to try and force that upon me, you're going to keep hurting your feelings because you will continue to be irrelevant to me in my life for the rest of my life. You've already shown me everything that I need to see. And I don't want to waste any more time on watching the same caca show. I just don't. I don't. And they'll tell you if you have that type of uh, approach, that type of perception that you're me and you're this and you're that. So then why do you keep trying to F with me? Why, why do you keep trying to be a part of my life? I'm so horrible. Am I, am I that horrible that, you know, I, I'm this and I'm that? Okay, so why do you keep trying to be a part of it? And these are things that you guys have to even ask yourselves. <clears throat> if they think I'm so horrible, why do they keep coming around? 
because you're not horrible, because you have all of these things that they would like for themselves, the grace, the self-compassion, the patience. Keep giving that strictly to yourself. Give whoever this is to you none of your patience, your grace, your attention, your focus, your energy, none of that. None of that. They don't deserve it. Not everyone you come across will deserve the gravity of you. That is a reality. Continuing to exist in this mindset where you don't want to be mean, so you're going to go ahead and give everyone all this time, all this effort, all this patience, assistance. Do you know not everyone needs your help, right? Some people just prefer you doing things for them rather than them doing it for themselves. That's what I've learned. That's what life has taught me, that not everyone needs help. Some people just prefer that you are the one to do all of it for them. They're allowed to have their preferences. I mean, you know, Pisceans, empaths, we tend to excel at catering to people. We tend to excel at nurturing and coddling people. It's true. We do. So I can't really blame them for liking what I offer. But I do have to recognize them for what they are. Blockages within my pathway. These blockages are external projections of my internal insecurities, my internal struggles that I still am not having the courage to address head on within myself. So then it gets projected out into my environment. Um, the, other, the other week, uh, it was maybe two, three weeks ago, I was having conversations with myself and I, I've been really deep in introspection past couple weeks, maybe month or two. I'm just really trying to assess the person that I've become. And I, I don't mean that in a negative way. I just want to be very aware of where I'm at within my journey. I, I haven't checked in with myself in, in quite some time. I've been really focused on getting things done, getting work done. Uh, being as present as I possibly can be for all my work engagements, right? <clears throat> so then I needed to take the time to really begin taking inventory of what I've grown through, um, what I've gone through, ways in which I haven't allowed myself to grow. Um, and I found myself questioning a lot of different things about me. They're not bad things. But I always look for ways to improve myself. Uh, is it because I need to be a better person? No, it's because I deserve to meet those parts of me that are even more profound than the parts I'm already so intimately aware of. Let that really marinate in your thoughts. It's not about me fixing myself. It's not about me becoming a better version of myself. It's me diving deeper into my truth because I deserve to better know who I am, better know my capabilities. And in this introspection, some old insecurities popped up. These are insecurities that have existed since childhood. This questioning of my ability, questioning of my integrity, questioning of this and that. And I found over the past 
couple days, just in the past couple days, like three or four days, <clears throat> I've found that enough of my questioning has risen to the surface of my awareness, this field of awareness that it's become projected out into my environment. And therefore it has drawn people who are capable and willing of being an external projection of these insecurities to come across my path and be who they are, which is the ugliness that lives inside me, that's directed at me. Crazy, it's crazy. <clears throat> I'm not saying they're crazy, I'm saying it's crazy how efficient soul is. And as soon as I see that external projection reflected back at me, like that type of the words and the approach, the lack of consideration that I'm being given. I'm like, girl, we're not doing that no more. Nope. We're going to speak our truth. We're going to speak it in a very efficient, succinct manner. We are going to be very intentional with our word selection. And we're going to do this as we let mofos know, not here, not now, not ever. Keep it moving. We don't have to do all of the explaining. We don't have to do all of the this and all of the that. We really, really don't. The only thing we have to be long-winded with is ourselves. We need to have these conversations between self and soul. Balance. Balance. You need to create that balance. Valencia says, I question myself way too often. <clears throat> <clears throat> excuse me I question myself way too often so boo it's not bad to question yourself you have to make the distinction between questioning the self and having disbelief of self it's okay to question but when the question is already answered by your soul and you continue to question that's no longer questioning that's now disbelief and because you're making the distinction between the two, you can then empower yourself to the degree that you can begin diving deep into that disbelief. Where is it rooted? What type of recordings begin to play inside the head as these moments of disbelief occur? Is that even your voice? Whose voice is that? Who recorded that track of disbelief? Is this something that needs to continue? And what I've learned from my life, and I don't know if it applies to you guys, but what I've learned from my personal life, my personal journey, is that I don't need to erase, whoa, whoa, hot mother freaking fracking, <laughs> my little fan almost fell. <laughs> hot mother freaking fracking. <laughs> um, I don't need to delete those recordings. I don't. What I need to do is find the rebelliousness that's buried deep inside me and allow myself to become rebellious AF. Whenever that recording plays, I'm going to do exactly what that recording tells me not to do. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. And that's worked so beautifully for me. I have recordings from childhood that have never been erased. And these recordings tell me that I'm this and that. Um, they don't always play. They play less and less now. 
You know, they these recordings play less and less and less. And what I've found is that as the recordings play less and less, I tend to make these recordings more and more fun for me. Uh, I turn them into little songs. I turn them into opportunities to dance and sing in my life. I turn them into all sorts of different things outside of what they're supposed to be, which is a way to further hurt and harm and cripple me. No, no. One of my most favorite recordings is that I'm weird. <laughs> I am. It's amazing. It's amazing how, um, quote unquote, weird I am. It's my weirdness that draws people to me. It's my lack of fear. The fact that I'm so weird and I embrace it. It adds a, a little bit of like a charm, I like to think. <laughs> it adds to my charm. Um, or it doesn't. That's fine too. It's fine if, if people don't like it. I'm not here to cater to you anymore. It makes me feel empowered. It makes me feel empowered when I have opportunities to remember that I wasn't born for you. You see, I wasn't born for you. You don't own me. I don't owe you. And I'm free to be the weird person that I am, the quantum anomaly in a linear world. And you can just sit there and continue to watch. There was this, um, there was this meme that I came across and it was amazing. This meme was talking about like, you know, if you have haters in your life, um, if you have haters in your life, give them a front row to your show so they can get the best view possible. And I'm like, yeah, and while you're performing, like really mm, perform your heart out and don't make any eye contact with them. Don't even look in their direction. Just as a little stinging reminder, you're irrelevant in my life. You're irrelevant in what I'm building for myself. And that's been the most powerful, powerful response. I, I promise you. And if that hater is you, because Pisceans, empaths, let's be honest with ourselves, oftentimes we are our own greatest hater. You know, oftentimes that's what's going on. We hate on ourselves. We convince ourselves this. We convince ourselves that. And, you know, you know, getting sick and tired of playing with this laptop. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm at 7%. <laughs> it's good. You know, it goes up to 20% and then I get excited <laughs> and then it's single digits. Do you value your life, laptop? Would you like to die today? <laughs> I, I'm about to flush your ass in the toilet. Get all my information off of you first. Tarot cards, guidance. Ooh. Okay. <clears throat> You've been being guided for quite some time, right? All of these different options and whatnot, these, these cards each represent um, a situation, an opportunity, um, connectivity, all of that. Notice how they're all interconnected. 
all of these lead to the next thing, which sometimes that next thing leads to a moment in the past, not because you're not done with it, more because um, you never took the time to process it. You didn't take the time to process. And if you don't take the time to process, I mean, you're going to circle back around to process that. You're not grounded. And maybe it's time to recognize, um, like, like my girlfriend helped me to realize, and it totally sent me into this emotional space while I was talking to her on the Soul Sanctuary podcast. Um, uh, I love her so much because as gentle as her energy is, as soothing as she is, she has no fear of calling me out on my own caca, right? And I was like, I still haven't been able to ground myself. And she goes, oh, wait a minute. And I mean, if you watch that, if you watch that live stream, um, you can see like she was even kind of offended. The fact that I am still not able to see the gravity of how much I've grown. Oh, man. It's hard. It's hard when your concepts of your growth are based on such a neurotypical, mediocre type of scale. I will never, ever, ever be able to appreciate the gravity of me so long as I continue to use scales and, and diagnostic things that are intended for the neurotypical person. I was not created for mediocrity. That sounds cocky, doesn't it? But is it cocky? Is it cocky? Or do you hear, see, and feel the awkwardness with which that's a truth for me, a truth that I don't want to accept? Well, just too bad. <laughs> I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to. I was not made for mediocrity. I was talking um, to my friends yesterday um, and we were talking about certain projects and there's this one uh, training course that will help me to understand um, in depth uh, some, some like formation bylaw legality IRS code type stuff. And it's, it's an intense program. Um, it's like they give you a year to complete the program, but they're encouraging people to finish it in six months. And I'm over here, okay, well, six months, that amount of content, I'm sure I could do it in a week. <laughs> and, and, you know, my, my girlfriend's like, do you have to finish it in a week? And I was like, that's just how my brain functions. <laughs> it's like all right now or nothing ever. Like I'm going to learn the whole thing right now and not stop or forget it. Like I'm not doing it. It's not going to get done. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, that's how my brain functions. And when you have a brain that functions in that way where um, you're highly aware of what you can achieve and what you can achieve is not on that neurotypical mediocrity scale why are you using that scale to determine your growth 
And I have to ask myself that often, like, why do I use that scale to give me an idea of the gravity of my growth? Now, I want to clarify. Just because I was not created for mediocrity, that has nothing to do with me believing that I'm of higher importance to you or to anyone else. That has nothing to do with some sort of like thinly veiled belief that I'm superior in some way and you are inferior. No. For me personally, when you are not made to be mediocre, that means you were made to pave the way for everyone else. It has nothing to do with ego and self-worth and everything, everything, everything to do with your capacity to serve the purpose that you were born to serve. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And when you're in front of people who don't understand that, I don't know, you're going to forever waste your time trying to get people to understand things that they're not capable of understanding. Like for me, when I share something, it's not me bragging. I'm just literally sharing something like, oh, this this made me feel excited. This made me feel happy. Whatever. That's what it is. It, it is what it is. And that's that. But sometimes when I share things, I recognize, and this is this does not apply to the people I count as actual genuine friends. This tends to be people who are on the fringe of my associate, like you're an associate, you're uh, an acquaintance, not associate, acquaintance, right? People who are just around for a season or whatever. They don't, they don't like when you share good things, when you share your achievements, accomplishments, because why? Well, it, immediately they think of, oh, so you're saying you're better than me. No, you're saying you believe that I'm better than you. I'm just sharing with you something that I thought was cool. I know you have people like that in your life. I know you have people like that in your life. And, and, you know, these people serve some sort of purpose as we go through the things that we go through. I remember years, years, years ago, I was in my 20s. And I was a freelance photographer. I did fashion. I did editorial. And I did avant-garde. I was a wardrobe stylist, makeup artist, hairstylist. I did the whole thing myself. And I did this project with this phenomenal model. And that project that we did got featured in Maxim. Ah, you know, like, ah. Uh, it was sort of like a dark boudoir type of thing that I, I was also a creative director for my company. And I, I created this, this entire thing and she showed up for it and she rocked it out and I was able to produce the most like gothic boudoir it was just so hot <laughs> like damn boo you hot and and then it was submitted and, and Maxim accepted it they featured it and when I shared it I I did a mass text to 
pretty much all the people who I thought were family and friends. Uh, <laughs> probably like 20 people. Only two people congratulated me. Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing to find the two people who truly have love for me. It was amazing. Yeah. Not everyone who says they love and support you actually do. You have to be okay with that. You don't need everyone to love and support you in order for you to have a gravity and a value. You just don't. You don't. If I spent my time trying so hard to have everyone love me, I wouldn't be here right now. I just wouldn't. I would be a, a broken person laying in a heap on the floor in the corner. Why? Because I've come across quite a few people who love me and a handful who don't. And this is what I've learned about humanity. The ones who truly love you, they hold space for you. They sit quietly in your corner and just hold space for you. And when you allow yourself to, you'll feel their presence and their love and their support. And there could be hundreds of them there, but they come together as one and they just sit quietly in your corner. The people who don't like you, they're the ones that try and rile everyone up. They're so vocal. They're so, you know, they go out of their way to be recognized. And this is what else I learned about humanity and when humans behave that way. They're insecure and they're weak, and that's none of my problem. Sometimes I get it in me to just, just be super blunt. And, and that this directness causes me to just tell people, I'm not your therapist. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just not. I'm, an, I'm not going to be your therapy today. I'm not your therapist. Um, fuck out of here with your shit. Oh my god. Yeah, no. Just get out of here. For real. Just get out of here. I'm going to tell people, you go right ahead. Go ahead. Go right ahead. You're going to tell people what? Whatever you want to tell people. Why should I be afraid of that? When people choose to tell other people things, about you, you should have no fear of it. Why? Because you should make it a point to always live your life in such a way that you would have zero fear, zero embarrassment about what someone would share about you as long as it's truth. There is nothing that I do behind the scenes that I am afraid someone will talk about in front of the camera. Nothing. If I'm going to be ashamed of someone finding out that I did this, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Because when you do things that if someone finds out, you're scared that someone's going to find out. That's something that you are doing that you already know to whatever degree is less than you and your integrity. Really let that sink in. How many times have you allowed someone to convince you to do something that you didn't really want to do it, but you kind of got coerced into doing it? 
And, you know, it, you're, you're like worried that someone else will find out that you did this because it's like embarrassing. How many times? How many times have you been coerced into doing less than what you actually deserve? I feel strongly I deserve to only participate in things that further grow my love for myself that further empower my sense of self, that makes me feel even more aligned with who I am, who I am becoming. Mm -mm. Short of that, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I've had people contact me privately over the years asking me to curse other people. Like, I'm sorry. I don't know who you think you're contacting. I don't do that shit. I don't do that shit. Curse other people. You pay me $1,000. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could find someone questionable on some social media platform who will do it for 50 bucks. You don't need to spend a thousand. Don't even bother offering me because I don't do that crap. And I had someone who I was like, I said that. <laughs> I said that to the person, right? And they're like, well, if you don't know how to do it, that's all you had to say. Oh, no. Don't get that twisted. I absolutely do know how. There's a difference between not knowing how and choosing not to. You see what I'm saying? I'm not refusing the payment and the request because I lack the knowledge. I'm refusing it because I have an integrity that far exceeds your comprehension. I don't do that. It's not that I can't. Just because you can do something does not mean you need to prove that you can. It doesn't. How many times have you been manipulated by people because they made you feel like you had to prove that you can, that you will? I'm good. I'm good. You do what you're going to do. I'm not going to stop you. You're going to... You're going to harvest that anyways. People might say like, I mean, you needed to stop them. No. Unless you're going to physically harm someone, I don't need to do anything. Why would you let that happen? You're just as bad. No, 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 no. See, we have limited human brains with limited human ability to process and understand the gravity of the simple complexity between souls. How do I know you're not going to learn your lesson by doing this? You're going to learn something. It's not going to be for me. You're going to learn something. People who go and do all of these different processes that they find on TikTok. Um, because <laughs> you saw it. Okay. Uh, you're doing a love spell because you want them so bad. Okay. <laughs> That's going to blow up in your face. You learn however you need to learn. And if you need to learn firsthand experience, why you don't take someone else's sovereign free will, by all means. It's called sovereignty. It's called sovereignty. Because I'm a sovereign, I must respect your sovereignty. And again, short of you physically harming someone, I need to just stay in my lane and allow you to be a sovereign and make choices for yourself. Now, 
when you do that to someone and I'm supposed to be involved, you know what will happen? I won't go out of my way to be involved. The person you do it to will magically just find me and my work and book me to undo everything you did. <laughs> At which point I will be your karma. You see that? <laughs> and yes, I'm absolutely authorized by creation itself to be heavy-handed in my correction. Absolutely. People who have taken my classes, especially those who are in the certification programs that I've been running, once you've had that self-defense portion of the class taught to you, you understand the gravity of when I say heavy-handed. Not everyone needs to see that part of me. Not everyone will experience that part of me. As a matter of fact, most will not. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. That's the very thing that reminds me every time I'm like, this world sucks. <laughs> There's no goodness left. No. The ratio of people who need help and the ratio of people who need a heavy-handed dose of correction. Mm, a fraction of a percentage versus the entire whole this world still has goodness in it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Things were upside down in winter, right? Began to intensify. Summer is going to have a lot of fruitful harvest because of the intensification of what happened through winter time. There is going to be a union, a reunion. Something is going to come back together, fall together, come together. It's out of order. 10, 9, 11. The realization comes before the divinity, which then leads to an understanding of what the divinity is asking you to do. 10, 9, 11. You can't ever allow yourself to forget the difficult things that you've lived through. This is not about holding a grudge, holding on to whatever anger or whatever it is. This is about recognizing what you've been through and learning from it. You have to allow yourself to learn from it. By the way, um, because of the social climate that we're in, because of, you know, energetic stuff um i have not offered this in quite a few years as a matter of fact i only offered it for like a month before i took it down um there are different options for private classes that i have available on my website at this point meevolving.com one of them is private instruction on self-defense another is private instruction like like a, a full-on personal clinical personal workshop on repairing energetic injuries. So that should tell you how sick and tired I am of people getting their grubby little fingers on information and misusing it. And when I say self-defense, uh, what I mean is I teach people how to fuck shit up on their behalf. <laughs> I know I, I was born Asian to appear docile. I'm actually not. <laughs> I'm actually not. I'm not docile. I'm I'm actually energetically, 
energetically speaking, uh, I'm highly aggressive, highly aggressive. But you have to initiate it first. Absolutely. So if that's something that you think you'll benefit from, something you think you need, that's on my website. Um, I do reserve the right to not accept certain bookings simply because uh, if I feel like you're going to be doing something that lacks integrity with the information that I teach, which it can't be used for things that lack integrity to begin with, um, then I won't teach you. Plain and simple. And I can tell when you're withholding information. I can tell what your intent is. If your intent is to harm other people, I can tell. I can tell. I'm just saying, I can tell. So this is not about me um, just teaching anything and everything to anyone. No, I'm very selective, extremely selective. So ethos is upside down. The ethos of the world is upside down. That's why the world is where it's at at this point. We need to restore that ethos and it's going to be some heavy handed type of maneuvering that needs to occur. All right. It has to be, unfortunately, as much as people, especially in spiritual communities, especially people who are teaching toxic positivity, as much as they'd like you to believe that we, we do this with whispers and kitten gloves. Um, no. Mm -mm. No, that's not how you do it. That's just not how you do it. Construction zones are loud. They're messy. They involve a lot of heavy lifting, proper positioning, architecture, you know, a whole bunch of different factors that come together to be used for creation. And that's what's happening in the world right now. That's what's, what's happening within ourselves. We have to be able to release a dark wound to let love live. What's the dark wound? The programming that tells you that uh, you're not enough. The programming that tries to convince you that all of these recordings from childhood that were instilled, installed by adults who are really grown children. They never did anything to help themselves process their childhood traumas. Uh, we need to let that go. We need to let go of the perception that this is the word of God being whispered in our ears. Uh-uh. It's not. You don't know who you are until you learn who that is. No one can tell you who you are. No matter how much you allow someone else to tell you who you are. I mean, someone wants to tell me who I am. Okay, but who are you? I'm so-and-so. It's not what your energy tells me. No. I, I am so-and-so. No. Your energy tells me you're a liar. You don't know shit about yourself. So <laughs> I don't think you should be giving me advice about me. I mean, you don't even know my history. <laughs> you know, you let people convince you that you're this and that. They don't even know your history. So how do they know who you are? And yet you give them free reign to tell you who you are. You give them all this power over you. Don't do it anymore. So many of us struggle with that. So many, I'm one of the people who used to severely struggle with that, where it's this thing of like, 
well, maybe they see something about me that I don't. Maybe I am that like horrible person. No, I'm not. I'm not. Well, how do you know, Emmy? Because now I finally know myself. No one can actually fully know myself. Yeah, that's true. But I know myself enough to know, first, you're a dick. Stop fucking talking to me. Secondly, I have a pretty good understanding that I'm not the person you're trying to tell me that I am. <laughs> oh, you're offended that I called you a dick. Well, then don't be one. Don't be one. <laughs> See, people who, um, who like to tell you about yourself, that's a one-way street. You're not allowed to then turn around and tell them about your perception of them. How is that mutually beneficial? How, how, how is that? How, how is that like appropriate? If you're going to take it upon yourself to tell me who I am, that tells me, oh, oh, we've opened up the forum. We're going to be talking about each other. So you get to tell me who I am, your perception of it. And so then I'll get to tell you my perception of you. No, Emmy, that's not how it works. You're so petty. Oh, I didn't realize this was a dictatorship. You're a penis potato person. <laughs> oh, I did not know. I was dealing with a penis potato, a dictator. Mm, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. And that's not to say that I don't go to the people that I trust and ask them, hey, you know, did you hear about blah, blah, blah? Do you think that I should have did something differently? Like, what are your thoughts? I mean, you know, just yesterday, I went to someone that I know really um, feel really safe with. And I was like, can you help me to understand some of my behaviors? Like, you know, kind of just poke me a little like, oh, no, no, go back, go back, <laughs> reel it in. Reel it in, reel it in, you know, um, because sometimes I'm, I'm not aware of when I'm about to kind of just plunge into something that maybe I shouldn't plunge into. So what I'm saying is not about never hearing anyone and how they receive you, how they perceive you. I'm saying be careful and selective of who you allow to talk in your ear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I was going to throw the cards and then Michael goes, look at yourself. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Do we have card number 13, power of attraction? You are calling to yourself and the things that you need to learn how to be who you are. You're calling things to yourself, situations and, you know, yada, yada that will help you to better understand the causations that are being selected that are causing you to kind of either know yourself better or know yourself less i am just going to end this live stream and just like check out some crypto and buy something <laughs> no 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 i'm joking i'm joking i'm joking card number 23 defend to the end the worthwhile it's okay for you to stick up for yourself. Just know when people are counting on you to have that type of response and that's part of their calculated attempts to attack you. You know? 
there's nothing more satisfying than when someone tries to launch a public campaign to smear me and I just don't care. <laughs> and I just carry on. But Emmy, aren't you worried about what they'll say? Not really. But what if they blah, blah, blah? Well, if it's bad enough, I'll talk to a lawyer and we'll do it that way. No, you need to stop them. Okay, I will tell my lawyer to stop them. <laughs> like, I don't... I used to be someone who showed up to every single fight, every single battle, every single yada, 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 yada. I'm tired of war. I'm tired of it. Say what you'll say. Just say it. Make yourself feel better. Go ahead. Say what you say. But Emmy, don't you care? Not about that. No, I care about a lot of things, but not about that. I've experienced enough to not care about any of that. I'll let you say whatever you want to say. If you take it too far, you will have a cease and desist. You keep going. We go into fucking court, baby boo. I'm not done with anytime fitness. <laughs> now, um, no, I, I, I do have to follow up with the... Uh... <laughs> I, have, I do have to follow up with our financial institution. And he's not getting any conversations with me. Um, people are going to say whatever they're going to say. Okay? There's times where I've personally felt my behavior was less than honorable, meaning I had my little tantrum. And I yelled. I used bad words. I spoke aggressively. And I'm so ashamed of that. And I don't like it. I don't like when I'm like that. Excuse me. And with that, you know, like I want to take the video down. I want to take the video down. Michael tells me don't take it down. And then I struggle to leave it up. And then I ask him, like, why would I leave it up? Okay, this is like really irritating me at this point. This little hair, this little bundle. Okay, bitch, just stay down. Stay down. <laughs> okay, we just leave it. Okay, that, that, okay, just stare at it for a second. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> It's stressing me out seeing that. <laughs> okay, anyways. So, thought is gone. I gotta fix this. I don't have time for this, but I'm gonna make time. I'm gonna make time because I need to. I just, I need to, okay? I need to do this for me, for my peace for my good health. I need to fix this because that's all I can focus on the entire time. That's all I can focus on, okay? That is all I can focus on is just that strand that got me fucked up, okay? Okay, was that so hard? No, that wasn't. You happy now? Slightly. <sighs> breathe <laughs> all right so yeah it's okay for you to stick up for yourself it's really okay it's really okay card number 41 bring it into form sometimes the only way to bring it into form is by walking away from the previous project okay recognize when you're the type of person that looks for people projects don't be that person uh, oh thank you hilda 
for holding me to what I was talking about. So I left off on why would I keep this video up, Michael, since your thought flew away? Thank you. Thank you, Hilda, for being the thought bird catcher. Um, so he would tell me to leave it up, leave it up, leave it up. And I want to take it down, take it down, take it down. Cause I don't like the behaviors that I, I chose to exhibit in that video. And, and then, you know, I'm like, but why? And not long after the bratty, but why the demand <laughs> to know why, then literally someone will privately message me and like, oh my gosh, I mean, I really needed to hear that video this morning. It like, you know, it made everything make so much sense for me. Thank you so much. And I will literally tell a person, oh my God, I was going to take it down. Like, no, <laughs> they tell me, no, don't take it down. Like I, I really, really needed that. And I'm sure other people will need to hear that too. And I'll be very upfront. Like, I don't like the way I behaved like that. I should have found a better, um, more mature way to communicate that. And they were like, but that's how I needed to hear it. And then so the video stays up. So the video stays up. And that becomes this thing of as aware as I am of myself, I'm not aware enough to the degree that I fully understand, fully grasp, and fully um, accept. I carry a gravity that I don't know, don't understand, that it has an effect on the people it needs to have an effect on. And I can't decide or dictate how what I say and the way I say it will positively impact another person. And just because my personal insecurities, because of my personal programming through childhood, tells me that a proper woman cannot speak above a whisper, if at that, um, just because I'm still in the process of working through that trauma, uh, does not mean I have to rob the people that I promised at some point before this life that I would be found when they needed me most. And I would say the thing they needed to hear in the way they needed to hear it. And so then it becomes this profound thing of, in my lack of understanding myself, those who benefit from me somehow understanding their situation are helping me to understand me. We don't really fully know ourselves. And you're going to spend your entire life, your entire life trying to figure yourself out. That's okay. But don't become so preoccupied with it. Let it be one of the tasks that you need to make sure that you work on here and there. But again, don't become so preoccupied with cultivating some sense of perfection. Perfection as humanity defines it is not real. It's unattainable and unsustainable. Even if you can reach that momentarily, it is simply momentarily. You will not be able to sustain that lifelong and be happy and healthy. And I think that's what we really need is to be happy and healthy. Not just a shadow of a figment of someone's imagination, 
some version of you that someone else imagined up because they felt that that's what you should, the role you should fill in their lives. Like, no, no. There's so much, so much that we are learning day in and day out. And I think we are all, each and every single one of us, even the penis potato people, um, we are all perfectly created, perfectly designed for whatever purpose we are here to serve. Even penis potato people have a purpose. Sometimes they are the catalyst for your cathartic moments. Sometimes it's through their adversity that you learn, that your learning is triggered. I mean, it doesn't excuse away that they are penis potato-ish. You know what I mean? That doesn't excuse that away. Let their presence in your journey serve your growth. Not by using them, you know what I mean? Not by taking advantage of them, but by taking advantage of the situation you are presented with. Evolve or remain evolve or remain. Notice how I didn't say evolve or remain, right? Evolve or remain. They cross paths. They circle back around and cross paths. It's a form of weaving. It's a form of braiding. You're not meant to just be a singular line. Creation weaves you. We are interwoven strands of consciousness streaming all sorts of information, weaving in and out, in and out, in and out. That's the beautiful dance of life. And if you think that dance is going to be choreographed, it's not. It's not. If you look at someone who knows how to uh, work like a, um, a loom, um, that like old school machine that weaves fabric. It takes the strings and creates fabric out of it. Um, tapestries, things like that. Someone still has to be the one who pays attention to that. Someone still has to pay attention, still has to make sure there are no knots, there are no tangles. And, you know, for whoever it is, like now they have, they have machines that do that automatically now. So you want to be a clone? You can go ahead and be a clone, but recognize that's being a clone. Mm, you're mad now, huh? You should be. But don't misdirect that anger. Because you have no reason to be mad at me. You're triggered by your own behaviors. You see how that works? That's why you're here. So I can trigger you into realization of self. And how the self has sabotaged the soul. Now, if you still lack the maturity, go ahead, be angry at me. I have the maturity to be able to withstand that. I have enough life experience to understand myself and know that's the role that I serve. And my shoulders were built to carry that load. Yeah. But see, the implication of that statement is, if you need me to carry you through this lesson, understand that means you're admitting that you're weak. Are you weak? I don't think you are. Because if you were weak, you wouldn't be offended by my clarification. So then start acting like you're strong. Stop waiting for people to carry you if you have an awareness of your strength. Because then that's no longer weakness. That's just lazy. <laughs> you're not going to win the debate with me. Why? 
because I see your soul. I see clearly what you hide from yourself. And no matter what angle you try and spin it into, I have the capacity and the willingness to swing it back so you see yourself clearly. I will not make excuses for you. I will not sugarcoat it. No, that's not what I'm here to do. If that's what you needed, maybe you shouldn't have been here because this is the place where you're held accountable, accountable for the ways in which you've chosen not to rise to the challenge that is your life. If you couldn't hear the messages of your soul inviting you to rise, now I'm here talking on a microphone, putting it on blast, not to embarrass you, but because when it's put on blast in that way, you can't pretend you didn't know. You didn't know, I'm saying it right to you. Now you have to be held accountable. See, if you really truly didn't know, you don't have to be held accountable because you didn't know, like how could I hold that against you? And now you know. So it can be held against you. It can be something that someone else can point out like, but you already knew. So what's your excuse now? And I think the key here is to recognize when we do this with ourselves, all of this like um, excuses that we make, oh, but this and oh, but that. And is it really? Are those really the reasons? Or did you not just invest in yourself and that's why things faltered? Because really it doesn't bring me pleasure to point things out. That's just part of my purpose. Your journey is yours, it's not mine. There's no comparison, there's no competition between us, at least not on my end. So does it make me feel better when you feel small? No. Well, then why do you do it? I mean, because like I said, that's part of my purpose to trigger an awareness of the self and where you are within your journey between the self and the soul. Would I be a good person if I saw you building a bridge made of wood and I did not tell you that at one point the struts that are used as a support for the planks that people will use to walk on that bridge has been warped? But no, your feeling is going to get hurt. I would rather your feelings be hurt and you be able to construct that bridge properly. Yeah. It takes more integrity to look like the asshole for being honest than it does to not say anything just because you don't want someone to be upset. That doesn't mean I'm going to talk all the time. That means if you're here, that's what your soul is wanting and needing from you. I don't say any of this stuff on someone else's channel or videos or posts or any of that. There's plenty of posts and videos that I don't agree with. I don't say a word. Why? They're in their space. I'm a visitor to that space. And if it doesn't resonate, I move forward. I don't need to correct someone's beliefs. I just don't. You are free to believe. I'm not going to interfere with your growth. But when your soul brings you here to my space, to my sacred spiritual home, 
you don't get to dictate what I will and will not talk about. And you must recognize when your soul makes you cross paths with me, because I'm not seeking you out. My only job is to be as present and as visible as my soul asks me to be and to speak as clearly and as passionately as my soul asks me to speak. And you are free to come and go as you please. You are free to receive or refuse as you please. But at no point can you tell me what I can and cannot offer, right? We all have this beautiful flow to our lives. Many of us, we fight that flow. And in fighting that flow through attempts to control, uh, we fight the arrival of our own personal abundance. If you've struggled so much, it's probably because your higher self, your own soul, is trying to get you to make that three-point turn to turn back around. And you keep saying, no, you're going to drive further down the road. I still remember it, it left an impact. Um, someone had commented something like I could tell from the energy behind the words that were commented that they don't take accountability for their own life. It was a post about 222 portal and um, the graphic is talking about blessings and opportunities are headed our way. And they're like, really? Uh, <laughs> really? Like I've had nothing but crappy moments since January. Okay, well, you take accountability for your life. I'm probably going to hear, well, people are doing this to me. So why do those people have access to you? And it can be as simple, like retrieving your power, can be as simple as no longer allowing access to you. But you don't understand me because this person has this label and yada. I have a sibling. I love all my family. I have a sibling who is toxic as fuck. No access, buddy. Wish you the best. No access. That's it. I'm not hateful. I don't wish harm on them. I don't wish failure. But no access. No. How, how committed am I to that? Well, how committed am I to my personal peace? Committed enough that if other family is going to invite them, I just won't go. Just, you know, it's not like it's either me or him. No, it's like, oh, you, okay. Well, you know, maybe we can FaceTime before your party. Um, you know, I'm not going to go though. You know, I don't, I don't want to create any issues. And I already know that I am just so vehemently averse to accepting toxicity in my life. I can't guarantee that I won't talk back if they start things. So out of respect, I just won't go. I just won't go. It's not a big deal. I'm, I'm not offended. I'm not like putting you in a position of it's either me or them. No, it's your party. It's your house. It's your whatever. But my peace is very important to me at this point. It doesn't matter what your title is in my life. I cannot revoke that title of biological family. I can't. That's not within me. I don't care to. But that label does not give you a VIP pass to disrupt my peace. I don't think so. I don't think so. No. 
nope. No. I'm finally at a point in my personal peace journey. Uh -uh. Even myself, when I begin to disrupt my personal peace, I got to sit myself down. Girlfriend, you hungry or something? You need to maybe eat or something. Your attitude is just boo, boo. What is going on with me? Yeah, I'll call myself out. Absolutely. That's how important my peace is. And that's the thing. Like, if I can call myself out, then, yeah, I will absolutely speak on your behavior as it affects my life. Now, preferably, I will just walk away. But if I have no option, hell, yeah, I'm going to call you out on what you're doing. You don't want me to call you out? Do that somewhere else. Don't try and force it on me. I'm a peaceful person. Like, uh-uh. And that's something you have to you have to come to terms with that for yourself because no one else is going to establish that for you. As a matter of fact, I'm inclined to say that I'm pretty sure your environment has been pre-designed to enforce this, to enforce the continuation of this. How many people I, I saw this video, right? Uh, I was this morning, I saw this video, and it was like a um, elementary or like middle school, maybe like fourth, fifth grade. Um, it's a school bus full of children, and there's this older man. And then he's kind of like sitting the other, the across the aisle from this kid. And the bus driver is a woman, um, both are older. And the woman's like, you need to scoot over. And the man is poking this kid on the arm. He's like, I don't want to. Now, I don't know what the situation is, but they're like, you better. Why does this child feel uncomfortable sitting next to this grown-ass adult man? Why are you trying to force that? And then, and then um, I think the lady said something like, he's your elder or something like that. Oh, hell no. Uh-uh. I'm not about disrespecting elders. But I'm also not about disregarding the discomfort of a child. They're equal in my eyes. Treasure of the past and the gift of the future, they're both equally important. And what are we teaching children? That if I have the proper credentials, either age, authority, whatever it is, then I get to dominate you. Uh-uh. No. Nope. Nope. No. It doesn't matter if someone's title in your life. If they're not, if their presence is not adding to um, your personal peace, you need to question why they're present. Faith in the process. Where has faith gotten you? And, and people might not like what I have to say about faith. As someone who has been very much enslaved by my faith, um, I have very specific beliefs on it. I believe faith is a behavior of a child because you lack the life experience to know you're instead going to have faith, instead have hope that something outside of you will come to rescue you, will come to correct the situations that have gotten out of hand. <clears throat> because I'm an adult and I've had enough life experiences to help me understand my life 
my power, my capabilities. My faith has ripened into a knowing. I've entered into a state of gnosis. This has nothing to do with my precogabilities, my clairs, or any of that. I have enough life experience to know whatever I get myself into, I can and will get myself out of it. I will learn what needs to be learned and then I will exit it. No, I'm not going to initiate, start shit with people. No, whatever I get myself into though, I know I will get myself out of it. Why? Because that's what my life has shown me. I am a problem solver. I'm highly adaptable. What does that mean? That means I'm going to go from survival mindset to neutral observer so that I can know exactly how to dismantle or neutralize whatever you're attempting. So then what happens? Then I walk away. <laughs> what else would happen? What? Start a war with you? You'd like that. I wouldn't. Since it's my life, I'm going to do what I like. Not what you like. And just because you like war doesn't mean I have to join you there. Nope. No. So what are you going to do about it? I said, no. What are you going to do? Try and invite me some more. I already refused the first invitation. <laughs> like, really, look at, look at the social situations that you get into. These are people who invite you to a war that you don't want to go to. And when you don't want to go, what do they do? They try and start another war. Well, if I already refuse a first war, <laughs> go ahead and waste your time. I'm not suddenly going to change my mind and accept the second one. Card number four, against the grain. You have to go against the grain in order to be able to um, take off a larger percentage of that unnecessary density, right? Card number 42, the word wants to be written. It's just a nonstop communication for years on end of communication needs to take place. Y'all, can y'all just talk to whoever needs to be talked to? Whether it's self, whether it's soul, whether it's whatever, just, yeah. Just send the letter, send the text, whatever it is, just send it already. Card number 37, focus on the light. You are your light, so focus on you. Your own, your, your own light and your own darkness. Um, card number 11, diving for light. The depth between the connectivity of two souls. Um, it's deep. So Michael says to point it out. It's deep. Okay? These two have to, they go hand in hand. Card number 24, new birth guarded vigilantly. You're the most vulnerable after you've leveled up because you haven't yet had time to acclimate and become very, very familiar with your new boundaries, your new point of center. Be very, very careful. Don't fall into the trap of thinking you've just leveled up. So now you're invincible. No, that's when you're most vulnerable. Card number 35, conscious connections. So this new birth guarded vigilantly in conscious connections, both of these cards were in reverse, right? So this is telling me that whoever this was that just found their new freedom, okay, this card was stuck in the back of it. So this is either you or the other person, a counterpart of some kind. 
um, they've just freed themselves and whoever it is needs to be sure, needs to be careful about not paying attention to their environment and the intention of others. Whatever is happening, it's a lack of conscious connection. Whoever it is that they're dealing with is not done messing with them. Don't think that you're done because you're not. Card number 14, going beyond normal. You have to go beyond, beyond, beyond the norm because the norm that you know that you've been, um, oops, that you've been experiencing and living with, it's the very thing that's got you to where you are right now, which is what? A place of lack of understanding and struggle. So if you're struggling, go beyond the struggle. Find the answers that you need. No one else is going to give you these answers. They'll try. You'll come across a multitude of people who want to convince you they have the answer for a question you haven't even asked. They're liars. That's a statement. That's a complete thought. They are liars. Now, do they know that they're lying? No. Are they bad people? Not necessarily. But you said they're liars. But yeah, they don't know that they're lying. They're just as confused as you. So what are you saying, Emmy? I'm saying no one knows what you need to do. Why do I not do precog readings? Because my precognitive ability is extremely developed. Why do I not do them? First and foremost, it lacks integrity. Secondly, I have a very clear awareness and acceptance. Whatever I read for you is based on the trajectory you are currently part of. If anything shifts in your mindset, even a quarter of a degree, that shifts the trajectory. If the event is way, 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 way out there, that quarter of a degree based on the, 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 the farness of that, uh, it's going to be a huge difference. Huge. Like if I'm on a shooting field, I do long range shooting, right? Um, my sight and my scope on two separate weapons, they are calibrated differently. Excuse me. So if I have my AR pistol, I use that more for longer range, right? And with that, the scope on it, it's calibrated for 100 yards. My Tavor, my bullpup, that's calibrated for more closer range. I don't have a sight on that. I just have the iron sights, the, the little thing that pops up like this. It's the other one has a hollow sun. So the iron sights, I know the closer you are, I have to adjust that iron sight, not manually. So instead of aiming directly, if you're further away, I'm either going to aim slightly higher than the mark or slightly lower. And depending on the change in your proximity to me, I'm going to adjust that. The further out it is, the more I have to adjust. The further out that event is, that one degree of adjustment creates the difference between hitting your mark and completely missing the entire board. So I don't do pre-cog readings. Is it because I'm not capable? No, it's because it would be a lie. I've had plenty of readings where 
potentialities, future potentialities come out in the reading. And I'm very clear with the client, like, okay, so this is just a potential. Um, usually if this type of future event information comes forward, it's to either prepare for the event or avoid it. And now we're tasked with figuring out, are you being told to prepare for it? Or are you being given this information to avoid it, to shift the trajectory? And there's been plenty of times as well where in the middle of that conversation from the point of realization of a future potentiality to this particular point, there's a shift in their perception. I'm like, it's not going to happen anymore. I don't see that anymore. This trajectory is different. Something shifted in you. Whatever we talked about, it shifted the way you see things and decisions you will be making. So that event can no longer exist. It's like a complex simplicity. You cannot control things that are so highly adaptable. You just can't. It all depends on what you choose. And that should tell you how powerful you actually are. It requires your conscious co-creation of that. You might not be conscious of the end result, but you are conscious of the causations, the options you are choosing that leads eventually to that effect, that end result. Choose wisely. Choose wisely. If you have people in your life who are, you know, they don't have any problem with being shady or using other people, and you think that your, your BFFs or something, they would never do that to you. Like, oh, that person deserved it. I won't even hang around people who talk shit about other people, whether that person deserves it or not. I just won't. It's one thing for you to share what you've experienced with me, you know? But if I pick up that you just, you consistently are just talking shit about people, I don't need to be in your space. You don't need to be in mine. Why? Eventually, you'll find a reason to do that to me too. I don't need that in my life. I don't need that in my life. Every time I've allowed that in my life, that's exactly what's happened. Eventually, they got bored with me being their hero. And so they found a new hero, which is totally okay. But here's the thing. In order to have a hero, you need to have the opposing polarity, which is what? A villain. Guess who the new villain is? Hey. <laughs> Obviously, it's going to be me. Whether I'm sitting in my own lane or not. And I tell you, every single time that I've been made into a hero by someone... And they got tired of me being a hero. Life was too peaceful. And they found a new hero. Every single time I have been volunteered to be the villain, despite the fact that I am so freaking busy with my life and my family, I haven't had the time to do Jack Diddley squat. Yeah. The most recent one. <laughs> Mind you, I was booked out for three months in advance. I work seven days a week. I was booked out for three months in advance. And this person went around and told everyone that I've been bullying them. I haven't even been in the group chat. What? Yeah. That's their perception. That I'm competing with them. And... I'm making them feel less than. 
but I have barely even talked to you. <laughs> we haven't talked on the phone in months. And every time I do have interactions, I, it's just like, hi guys, all right, I gotta run. But I'm bullying you. Gotcha, gotcha. You come across people like that, even if you don't have time, they will put it within their minds that you did have time, that you did fail them, that you bullied them, that all of this and all of that. That's why I say, when you see someone's capacity to be hurtful and harmful towards someone else, regardless of what's happened, then it becomes a thing of, it's only a matter of time, they'll do that to you too. They'll do that to you too. If it's within their character, it's within their character. And no amount of love or support from you is going to change that. Be honest with yourself about who is in front of you. Stop loving and promoting their potentiality when they, they have no interest in tapping into that. You don't get to dictate what they will tap into. So it's about allowing yourself to be realistic with what you need to do and then allowing yourself to be realistic with someone else's place in your life, okay? All right, guys, I have to get going. Thank you, Maud, for the reminder. If you guys could please give this video a thumbs up. I would really appreciate that. If you haven't already subscribed, please do subscribe. Turn on that notification bell. If you are listening via podcast, please interact with the track, share it out, um, rate the podcast. I don't know how that works. I should probably learn. I should probably learn. I have a lot of projects in the works. Um, a lot of my focus is going towards the soul sanctuary and getting that up and running. If my work resonates with you in any way, shape, or form, please go to the soulsanctuary.love. That's the website for my new project. Um, and if you're drawn to it, if you're drawn to gifting any type of monetary amount, please do. Please do. I don't like to ask for donations, but I've been heavily told by my soul, this is a project I'm not doing alone. All right. So guys, I got to get going. Thumbs up. I'll see y'all later. Bye everyone. <laughs>